Now, it is a Friday, Friday evening, no less. So I want to bring you some positive news. You might remember uh, some of our listeners back in February 2021, we spoke to Tracy Carroll. She is from Meath and her daughter, Willow, has a number of additional needs, cerebral palsy, epilepsy and some other acute medical needs. And they were engaged in a struggle for a school place, a struggle that had gone on for a number of years. Take a little listen to Tracy speaking to us back then. Even just to apply, I've been told that Willow have to have a psychological assessment. A four-year-old who's non-verbal needs a psychological assessment to apply to start school. No one doesn't have to have a psychological assessment. So again, there's discrimination. And then secondly, we were told that there's a large waiting list and the places are very limited. So more than likely, she's not going to be offered a place. So there's our only option locally removed. Yeah, that was Tracy Carroll there. And that appeal was listened to because this week Willow started in school. Absolutely brilliant news for her and for the family. Not all is right in the world. There are still concerns they have. There's still needs uh, that have to be met. Uh, But Josh Crosby, our reporter, was there at St. Joseph's National School in Boyerstown in County Meath. Josh, how is it all working out? Well, I was down there, Kieran, and first off, I want to say, when you're used to working in an environment of a busy newsroom office, it's just great to be transported back in time for a while to see the positivity, imagination and the happiness of a primary school. The children there at St. Joseph have all welcomed their new classmate, Willow Carroll, into the school. And it may only be week one, but she's making an impact already. Just for listeners who may not be aware, Willow is six years of age and suffered a brain injury at birth. Now, she's non-verbal, but these needs have in no way hindered herself and family's determination to have Willow attending a mainstream school along with her eight-year-old brother Noah. Anyway, on Sunday evening, just gone, Tracy was not only getting Noah ready for school the following morning, but also preparing for Willow's first day. I met them down at St. Joseph's and we start off hearing from Tracy on how it's all going. It's the same routine as it is every morning, getting the kids up, getting ready to go to school, but this time I'm getting ready to go with them as well, so it's a little bit more haste. I can't just do the uh, school drop-off in my pyjamas, I actually have to get dressed. What does it mean for Willow, your family, and for children all over Ireland? Now Willow has the same opportunity as every child. She's getting up in the morning, she's putting her school uniform on, and she's going out the door to go to school with Noah, as it should be. Obviously, it's it's not um, something that happens for kids like Willow, so for for us it's amazing for Noah who has wanted this always asked why it couldn't happen it's like a dream come true he put his arms around me on Sunday when I resigned the uniform and said thanks so much mom for making this happen it's like oh god yeah but it's, it's just amazing and it's also for everybody to see a parent to a child like Willow don't generally think that this is a possibility so across the board across Ireland for every school it's good for them to see that, yeah. that this is achievable. Obviously, it's taken time, but I mean, we're standing here now. Yeah, it's taken time, but you've reached that milestone. We're standing here in the Rainbow Room, but there are still some challenges. Could you talk to me about some of them issues? Yeah, so um, because of Willow's complex medical needs, um, and she would be on a lot of medication, so she's peg fed, she has epilepsy, um, and you know you can never guarantee what way any day will go. So she'd be fine now, and in an hour she may be unwell. So you're always sort of ready to, to just jump. So she needs nursing support and right now we don't have that and there has been an application made for nursing support but it hasn't been sanctioned. So to allow Willow to come to school, I'm coming with her. So what's your message now to the powers that be or what would your appeal be now on the hard shoulder here today? So it just goes to show that every child has the right to an education. 
it's age appropriate for Willow. She's gone into junior infants. She turned six in December. But it's age appropriate and she has right to education and every child should be educated appropriately and that the resources are put in to allow that to happen. So Tracy Carroll there uh, speaking in the school uh, in St. Joseph's where both her son and daughter are now attending. Willow is there as well. You met some of the staff while you were there, Josh? I did, Kieran. So all in all, there are 144 students and six classroom teachers at St. Joseph's National School. And look, it's a country school. It's very spacious grounds. There's room for further development there in the future if needs be. But just as you come in the gates, you have this entirely dedicated space for children with severe learning difficulties and complex medical needs. And I must say, it's kitted out with the latest technology that's needed for a unit like this. We'll hear from one of the teachers who looks after this area in a few minutes, but in that last clip of Tracy, we heard her mention her son Noah, who's delighted now to have his sister along with him in school. I met Noah there earlier as well, and he's just a super happy young boy, and having Willow there just makes the school experience even better. We'll take a listen now to the principal of Town National School, Cahalo Brick, but first in this clip, we'll hear from eight-year-old Noah, who's in second class. I started off by asking Noah what it's like to to have his sister going to the same school. Actually really nice and I really like her getting to play with me outside. How important is it for every child like your sister to have the opportunity to experience a school like St. Joseph's? Well it's actually very nice because everyone always gathers around her, walks beside her and they're like what happened to Willow? And I'm just trying to tell them that she has a brain injury and cerebral palsy, but they don't really understand. You're there anyway to be the, the older brother. Yeah. Uh, Cahlo Brick, I'm the principal of Boyerstown National School. Tracy Willow's mum came to us in 2019. We were looking for a, a space for Willow to come to school in her local community. So, uh, yeah, it's been a long, long journey. I suppose I'd like to commend Tracy for all of her massive effort along the way in, in pushing the project along. We received massive support from Damien English, our local TD, along with Anne Rabbit and Josepha Madigan as well. And then just huge support here in the community as well from the parent body, from the staff and from the local community. And, you know, it's, it was something, I suppose, that at the start it looked like a Mount Everest that we were climbing. But here we are today and I think uh, everyone looking around can say, look, what a massive success it is. And on success, what does Willow's enrolment here now signify in terms of, like, do you think St. Joseph's can be used as a, a template for other schools to become more inclusive? Absolutely. Look, I'd be the first to put the hand up that when it was mooted in 2019, I was kind of saying, can this actually happen? We're a small rural school. You know, we're kind of saying this could be something way bigger than we can manage. But look, here we are. And I believe that other schools can look at this and say, you know what, we can do this too. Okay, the principal of, of the National School in Boyerstown in County Meath, Cahalo Brick there. And, of course, we heard from Noah. Lovely to hear from Noah uh, as well. A young man, actually, that I me- I've met as well previously. And you're right, full of life, uh, Josh. Lovely young lad. Uh, you mentioned earlier that there's a dedicated space in the school now um, where the classes and the teaching go on as well, is it? Yes, yeah, so the Rainbow Room is what this area is called and Willow and another child use this space and at the moment uh, Willow's mom Tracy is there as well until they get confirmation of a, a nursing service, hopefully. But I was brought around this unit by the special needs teacher Geraldine Smith and it's pretty impressive, all different sensory elements to it and private rooms, but the great aspect of the setup here in Boyerstown is that it's in 
integrated with the mainstream school. So yes, there is a dedicated rainbow room, but the girls using it there will go out to the yard and into the other classrooms. So they, along with all the other children in the school, are able to build friendships and learn from one another. But then when they need to do their own work or want to spend some time in the sensory room, then that option is there as well. Geraldine Smith explains to me how it all works and also the need for more resources. I just have to say it's an honour and a privilege to be the teacher here in the Rainbow Room. It's for children with severe profound needs and complex medical needs. You know, we have two little girls here at the moment and it has just brought, I'd say, a rainbow to the whole school community and also the local community. What are the benefits of having such a dedicated unit? Really, you need the dedicated space for the children because their particular needs, there are certain things that they may need in addition, you know, to the school. So they need their own little special equipment. So the whole classroom here has been designed to suit and to cater for the needs of the children. So we might have a hoist, we have specialised toys and I suppose specialised equipment that the children, the two girls, are able to access the curriculum. You know, any of the children in the main stream would know their routine of the day but for the children here they may not know by me telling them so what we do is we do a visual timetable so as you can see over here we've an objects of reference timetable here so we have the object that the children can see and we also have the picture all the pictures so they there have yes both so it means it's more concrete it is more meaning yeah so you can take it off there right the painting that we did today and it also gives that visual field so if you just want to come over here i just want to show you, you talk there about sensory space so here's a little right space. okay so we've so a multi-sensory different room. shapes yes. and textures and yeah different textures and also we've one fabulous addition that was recommended we've a waterbed so that the girls can stretch out so you can feel it here yeah yeah and can you just see the the change in absolutely it is that you know space and you can also do some one-to-one work so you can work on one particular census in here and do like intensive interaction with the children which is another little subject that we do and what else can be done to improve the experience for children like willow going to school well you're always looking at the resources that the children need so look at we can never have enough resources but i suppose what's really important for the children they do their individual work or their group work here but also the involvement in the school. So that integration, which is the girls going over to the mainstream and the reverse integration. Yeah, that was Geraldine Smith uh, ending that report uh, from Josh Crosby. Geraldine is a special needs teacher at St. Joseph's National School in Boyerstown in County Meath. And fair play to Willow and to Tracy uh, and to the rest of the Carroll clan. Good to hear from them and good to hear Willow uh, getting on well. First week in school, one week done, many weeks to go.